This week's episode of Podular Modcast is brought to you by Patchworks, our lovely synth shop here in the Northwest. If you live here in Seattle and you haven't gone and checked out their new location on Stoneway in the Wallingford neighborhood, well then, I don't know what to tell you, but you're doing it wrong. But if you're like, hey Tim, I don't live in Seattle, how could I you know, visit Patchworks. Well, you can go to patchworks.com, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. Their website is almost as cool as their new location. Well, that sounded demeaning. It's a cool website. You can find all sorts of good stuff on there. But if you go into the new uh, location, you can see a giant Needham Woodworks case full of amazing modules. So I don't know what to tell you. If you don't live in Seattle, you should probably buy it by a plane ticket. Um, get ahead of that Delta variant. Come on out. Get the last in this little bit of summer. Come out to Seattle. Visit Patchworks. Check out the Needham case. You know, maybe go to a modular on the spot if there's one. And then get back home before that Delta variant closes things down. Should I not be making light of a new strain? Hannah's watching. What's that? Hannah says we need to make light. I'm shining a light. Huh? It was a rhetorical question, but Hannah is answering because she's eating her lunch at the table while I record this. And I would also just like to say thank you to After Later Audio for their continued support of the show. Um, I'm working on some cool uh, demo videos of some stuff that's going to be... We're going to... I know I've been teasing it for a while. We are going to be announcing September 22nd some new modules. Um... Yeah, and that's that's my wedding anniversary, actually, too. This is all stuff you don't need to know other than visit AfterLaterAudio.com, visit Patchworks.com, and NeedhamWoodworks.com. Thank you to the Animals at Night, a.k.a. Greg Markle, a.k.a. this week's guest, for the uh, awesome intro music. Go check out the new Animals at Night EP called Atlantis on the Rocks. This track is called The Mountains of Pluto. Okay, that was the pod mod theme song ran through the new cutting room floor from Recovery Effects. Um, and I'm going to tell you about that in a moment. But I'm just so excited to bring you this week's episode with not just Greg, but also Zara from Recovery Effects. Um, Greg and Zara have been close friends of ours for many years, and it was just so much fun to go up and hang out at the studio with them and, uh, and have a nice chat. A few minutes in, you forget the recorders there, and you're just hanging out. Um, 
yeah, and it was really, really fun to get Zara on to talk about her, like what she does for uh, recovery and and her getting into designing pedals. And yeah, it was just really fun. And I'm excited that you all get to kind of meet her in a way because she's a, she's a lovely soul. So this, this cutting room V2, or I think it's actually V3, but this cutting room floor is, this new version is, I think it's a third of the size of the original, which is great because as you know, I love this effect. Not just the, the module, but the, the pedal. It's been one of my favorite effects of all time, really. But it was hard for me to use in my travel case because it was pretty pretty big and real estate was very important. So now I'm just so excited to have this smaller version that has all of the functionality plus some new functionality, which you can kind of dial down the drive in it because um, the cutting room floor has a natural kind of tape overdrive sound because of the PT2399 chip, which we all love so much. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just so excited about this this new module. We're going to talk a bit about it today. Um, this isn't, I guess this is a, pl it's not a paid plug, but I'm just plugging it because I love it and I love these people. So we're going to talk to them in a moment. But first I want to say thank you to everybody who supports the show on Patreon. You, uh, you mean a lot to me. Um, you're helping to keep the show running in its current capacity. There's more that I want to do. So uh, if you're out there listening and you're thinking to yourself, I'd like to see what that more is. What does that more that Tim wants to do look like? Well, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash podular modcast and help to keep the LEDs blinking over here at podular modcast. So I've been doing some bonus episodes for patrons, and uh, I think what I'm going to start doing is is doing some of those bonus episodes and spend time with one or two modules that I've been really digging, um, or maybe some of the stuff that I'm demoing for the show, like really do deep dives in on it. And I'm also uh, willing to take your questions over at the Patreon Champagne Room on Discord, which you get access to if you support the show on Patreon. So once again, that's patreon.com forward slash podular modcast. Um, in other news, I'm still not sure if this show is happening on September 4th. The Delta variant is making, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to organize an event with the Delta variant. So just keep an eye out on my Instagram. Um, if you're in the Seattle area and you want to go to a modular show, there might be one in the South Park neighborhood on September 4th. And lastly, last week I uh, told you all that if you haven't jumped in a river yet this summer, that you should do that. Did you do it? If you did, let me know. Send me an email. Hit me up on Instagram. And if you haven't, go find a river or even a lake. Get in some natural water before the summer's over. You're going to regret it if you don't. I went out with some of my buddies the other weekend, and we went to this ice-cold river, and my friend was really reluctant to get in, but I basically browbeat him into it nicely. <laughs> and he thanked me a couple times over the weekend for convincing him to do that. And then I went for a night swim in Lake Washington the other day. So, I mean, if you, if you get in some water, if you have already gotten into some water because of my suggestion, here is... Uh, step two is do a night swim or a night dunk. You don't have to go swimming. Just do a night dunk. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for coming back to Podular Modcast. And if this is your first time, well, welcome. I hope you stick around for a while. Let's talk to Greg Markle and Zara Marvel of Recovery Effects. We should do a, we should do a 
do a role play thing where we just change it up. You'll be Greg. Okay. Okay. I'll be Tim. Okay. Wait, how does this go? Wait, are you the squirrel? <laughs> we can change it up. We do that for like five minutes, and then you could be. Oh. Yeah, you could be me. What's up, cats and kittens? This is Tim <laughs> Hell, and you're listening to Podular Modcast. <laughs> The only podcast that gives away thousands of dollars each week to unsuspecting synthesists worldwide. All you got to do is go sign up at the website. <laughs> QAnon.org. <laughs> See, we're already, we're already edging onto the doomsday stuff there. I feel like last time when I came over and saw you, actually the first time I'd come over since after Corona, mm-hmm. we, were, we did our hellos and stuff. And then I think we went down probably an hour long spiral of, of doomsday. We're really good at doing that. Absolutely, it's so easy. It's very easy to do that. <laughs> Especially with the current uh, circumstances in mm-hmm. the world, yeah. Yeah, and that's actually, uh, I'm gonna put a pin in that because I wanna talk about, that, that relates to something that I wanna talk to you about, but not quite yet. Yeah. I wanna talk about these squirrels Okay, um, yeah, they're they're they've become a problem in that they've littered our yard with peanut shells, but <laughs> we facilitate the peanuts. The so <laughs> it's like the Markle Marvel Markle Marvel Menagerie over here. It really M. it is. Yeah, yeah, we've created a nice little world of animals and. It's like uh, those you know those restaurants restaurant bars that you go to where you can like they get to give away free peanuts and then like the, the restaurant floor is that's just what I think of all the time like... there was a place that you grew up with in Nebraska yeah what is it called well Whiskey Creek Whiskey Creek I think about that every time I'm cleaning up the yard this is just like Whiskey Creek or peanut shells and I was out there today before you came over I'm like we have somebody coming over I had to clean up all these peanut shells so I walk in the gate and there's a squirrel like on the little concrete walkway as I come in and I'm thinking oh that's cute and then I don't know which I think Greg said something I don't know what you said but it led me to believe that yeah (laughs) that's our squirrel and then I came in here and there was like six more squirrels (laughs) they're like jumping off trees and then a then a then a stellar jay shows up yeah whose name's Lenny 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 and Squiggy sometimes Laverne and Shirley and then we have a couple other um there's Another some, kind of bluebird. We call them the jerk birds because they kind of take yeah, over. And they're a scrub jay. Scrub jay. Yeah. Okay. They're um they're they're the so the Lenny and Squiggy ones are stellar jays and they have the the little pompadours. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought those were blue jays my whole life until I saw a real blue jay and I was like, that's not. So they're they're, type kind of, they're just a little bit. They're like uh, you know, they, they're from the northwest. They're they're corvids, so, right? They're same as I think they're the same family as crows. Oh. I believe so. I think that's maybe Corvid Day. I okay, think. Yeah. Oh, I saw a crow funeral the other day. Oh, no, by the no, way, no. have you? Do you know about these crow funerals? <laughs> I've heard about them. Yeah. Have you? Heard? It's mm. it's it's actually really cool. Oh. So. Roadkill just breaks my heart. Yeah. Like. Seriously. So they, but crows have literal funerals. Like they'll. So I heard this like squawking. I was at school grading tests, and I'm just hearing like this. Like it sounded like a like a murder of crows flying over, but it just never went away. And I looked out the window and I saw like this whole tree was just full of crows, mm-hmm. and there was a dead one in the mm-hmm. road, and they're like yelling mm-hmm. at it. And crows kept coming and going. Like I could see them coming in off the horizon, and they just like they went on for like twelve minutes. Wow. Or something. It was pretty. I just pictured them all sitting there like, "Hey, wake okay. up!" 
Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> He's not waking up. Keep trying. <laughs> I have to say I've taken more notice to everything going on in our yard since the pandemic and the shutdown and the roads becoming quiet. Mm-hmm. It's all picked back up again now, but mm-hmm. it was a good six months of just peace and quiet, no airplanes, and, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. really just kind of made me yeah it was really nice is that when is that when the menagerie started no so the squirrel thing started when i came upon a baby squirrel walking down the street and i basically we basically just hugged he ran into my arms and we hugged and i took him home (laughs) and named him walter (laughs) it was pretty clear that it was like the mom wasn't around Mm. he was like trying to he needed help help. and he basically asked me for help and I ran home with them and we were trying all kinds of food well the funny part for me was when I was just like well I was just like oh my god this is like me she has a squirrel (laughs) she does this all all the time with like wild animals you know (laughs) and and, uh, I'm just thinking like okay what's gonna happen with this thing (laughs) and then as I'm thinking all this is going through my head so there's a music producer in town Mm -hmm. Don Gunn you know Don Gunn I think I've heard that name yeah he uh, he's he's he has squirrel friends okay and um at his studio and she's always been super like jealous of it you know if you follow him and stuff And she's just super quiet, and I'm, my motors are going, and like, in, in my head, I'm like, what is going to happen with this? What am I going to do with it? And she's like, Don Gun can suck my dick. I did not say that. Right? She totally said that. Say that. I, I did not say that. I totally said that. I didn't say that. I said something else along those lines, but it or wasn't su- that. Suck it. Don Gun can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, suck it, John Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran home with my baby squirrel. <laughs> it's funny that you said that you saw it and your wheels were turning, Greg, and you're like, what's going on? Because I remember you posting it online <laughs> and I had the same thought. I was like, oh, God. I was like, Zara has a squirrel and she named it. <laughs> so this happened another time, too. When we were After we worked in the kitchen, we had like just a bunch of like trash on the side of the house. It needed to go to the dump, you know, just stuff, you know, mm-hmm. construction stuff. And... But it sat there for a little while, and long enough to where a couple possums, oh, baby shit. possums, mm-hmm. got inside there. And so we were, you know, putting all this stuff. I wasn't trying to catch one. Just... No, but it was creepy. It was it was weird because, you know, it started moving around just because we were like the garbage bag that garbage like whatever bag. was oh in it God. started moving. And I was like, oh no, dude! And she just goes over and cuts it open, and she's like, "What's in here?" You know? And it was like two little baby possums, you know, slither out. And she's like, "Oh!" And she's like, you know, the grossest looking. No, little. they're so cute. Oh, they're so cute. They're marsupials, which just wins my heart over because right. when I was a kid, I loved koalas. Okay. So. But I mean, yeah, they're a little. They're the only. Yeah. <laughs> they're the only marsupial in North America. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I thought you were gonna tell the other baby squirrel story. Oh. Anyway, well, back to Walter. I kept him overnight. Well, wait, hold on. For continuity, Walter is the first squirrel that we're talking. Yes, about. Yes, <laughs> Walter is the sweet baby squirrel. That, um, you showed me that video. I showed you the video mm-hmm. where he just loved being loved. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I took him to pause in Linwood the following morning. So I wasn't planning on keeping him, although he was so sweet. It goes through my head all the time that I, I should have, but they're so <laughs> messy. 
The other, the other uh, squirrel that we found. The second squirrel didn't even get a name because he was a feisty little fucker. <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's some shit up. Well, there were a couple funny things that happened with that one, but you know, my friend Jeff, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff McGill yeah. from Hawaii, he was here, and that was when we were doing that uh, modular on the spot together. Oh yeah, we did a couple uh-huh. shows together, and yeah. so we were in here kind of like practicing and stuff. And Zara runs in with. This little baby squirrel. She's like, I just found... And it was totally like... It was bleeding. Or we all thought he was bleeding. Yeah. And a car had just gone... red, red stuff. A car had just oh gone down gosh. the alley, and I thought the car had hit him, but it just went over uh-huh. him. And I ran inside with him and started cleaning him up with a cotton ball, and it turned out it was blackberry juice. <laughs> he was just out there. He was there just covered <laughs> So I'm like, I ha- I'm going to treat this one differently because everyone says, you know, let their moms find them, uh-huh. put it. So I'm like, I'm going to do the normal person thing and put him back out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did that. And he kept coming back around like, hey, uh-huh. hey, <laughs> I want a little help here, but don't touch me. And... I, yeah, I he was. He, I remember, like I was. She she was gone. I think you were I went work. to work, and I was downstairs working. It was summer, so I had the door open and mm-hmm. soldering away, and and also here. <laughs> and I look back, and that little fucker is like on the on the stairs, like say, "Give me some food." Because they like a puppy formula, so I went up to. Uh-huh. pet store and got some puppy formula oh, so and I had given him some shit. yeah so he okay. had had some and he was coming back for more That's and right. she was scared that he had been lost you know we were going to find him again so um, I like went to go chase him like Greg down. you got to go find him I can't <laughs> deal with him being out there on his own <laughs> so I chased him through the alley and he was just like no no he was just like yelling at me it was at the last two. no so when I got home and I got off the bus and I walked down the alley and immediately saw him in a tree and reached in and grabbed him and <laughs> put him in a box. And I called Paws and I'm like, hey, I got a baby. I'm on my way. Is Paws <laughs> a vet? It's, um, oh, no, it's a wildlife rehabilitation. Oh, okay. okay. And they do pet adoptions and stuff, but they have a wildlife place in Linwood. And, of course, it was like almost time for them to close. It started thundering and pouring rain. And I'm driving up to Linwood. <laughs> this little baby squirrel. <sighs> The patron, like Zara, patron saint of orphaned, orphaned mammals. I, I have a thing with animals. I grew up. My father had a farm, and then I use that term very loosely. He, for a while, was into cows. Like he'd get baby cows, and we'd bring them up with the formula, and then mm-hmm. they'd go disappear. Mm-hmm. There was like a random goat, a couple bad horses that you couldn't ride, chickens. I got. A bunny for Easter. Do we have the same dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, sometimes you, actually your father has reminded me of mine. And... I know me and you have definitely bonded over <laughs> parental stuff. Yes. <laughs> My dad's had a goat, chickens, horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, all, you know, all of a sudden there's like, oh, I have turkeys now. Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, turkey. But yeah. my father was also really abusive toward mm. them. And he mm. always told me when I was growing up, like, I want, I want you to be a veterinarian when you grow up and I'll be your helper. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so ever since I was a kid, I've always been trying to save animals on the farm. Like, mm-hmm. a dying cat was the first time I ever got bit by a cat. You know, there's a cat on the farm. We didn't know what was wrong with him. I'd take a chicken egg, trying to feed the cat. 
cat, the chicken egg, the cat bites me. I get taken to the hospital. <laughs> How many times do you think you've been bitten by a cat? I actually, I can't even. Because of Pearl, like I, yeah. I, I have a, that bruise right there. Yeah. Is a bite. I get bit once a week. I don't know. How many times? Because cat bites, if they're deep enough, you mm-hmm. have to go to the hospital. How many times have you had to go to the hospital because of a cat bite? Uh, three, four. Well, Henry bit me once. Yeah, that was the closest call because I had the red line going up oh, my arm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. that Yeah, so it's yeah. advanced by that. Yeah. yeah. That's when... This is going to make me sound terrible. <laughs> no, you, no, you sound like a very sweet, like like I said, like a patron saint of like of animals. Yeah. <laughs> I never really had taken that seriously. Like, okay, I guess there's like some something in the saliva that can... Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my... Wow. Yeah, you can. It was messed up. Yeah. But well, you know, how many times have I been bitten by a dog on the ass? Just once. Oh, so that's like an average. I would say like most people probably have experienced that. Yeah. But most people haven't been to the hospital mm-hmm. more than twice for a cat. Well, you know, it's just like the emergency care. Mm-hmm. Not stay overnight. So when you know, Hannah got like this was like three years ago now. Yeah, I remember. More than that, she got bit on the hand through gloves for a baby cat. And I like was really trying to get her to go to the hospital. She's like, "It's fine." And then like two hours later, she's like, "Yeah, we yeah. have to go." Um, still, when it gets cold, like that finger, yeah, like she can't bend it, and it yeah, like yeah, swells yeah. up yeah. and hurts and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. That's all my fingers. Oh really? <laughs> oh, it's just like so weird. Yeah. It's just like man, I got some nasty mouths. Yeah. I let my cat lick my hand and stuff. Oh, it's just the, aww. It's it's so, the little sand. It feels so good with the little sand. Yeah. <laughs> she gives me, like, those love bites, you know, when, I, when oh, I'm yeah. giving the good scratches behind her ear. She'll yeah. do that. Mm. That freaked me out at first because I wasn't a cat person. So yeah. the first time she gave me the love bites, I was like, what's going on? And Hannah had to explain to me. Also, she had to explain to me what chattering was. I'd yeah. never seen a cat chatter oh, before. You have a chatter? Yeah. yeah. We never, oh. our first two cats didn't, and I missed that, because growing up, my cats always did that. Oh, she flips out. But Charleston does it. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah, she'll watch the birds outside, and just, it's such a funny, weird, like, yeah. noise. It's like the only time I see her really be lively, unless food's involved, which I guess it kind of is, because she's yeah, thinking of she's... the birds as food. <laughs> but, wow, welcome to Ant, this is like a... Welcome to Tim, Tim... <laughs> Welcome to Tim Held's Nature Podcast. <laughs> I, man, when I got back from Yellowstone, I was thinking, like, maybe I could do another, like, a side hustle and, and talk about wildlife. But then I lost my steam. So thanks yeah. for... You should do that. And, you know, like, the way things happen with life, that would probably be, like, the, the one that would take off. And Right, yeah. <laughs> the one that would, like, I could actually... Not that popular podcast hasn't taken off, but, like, you would probably, you know... You'd... I could, like, rogue in it. Yeah. Like build a compound. <laughs> Fucking start affecting like the news. <laughs> I could become the news. <laughs> and we're like Tim, Tim who? I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I brought a coffee over one time. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, we're here to talk about a few things, right? Not just squirrels and cats, no, although as much fun as that is. Um. You and I both got to quit our jobs. Zara, I'm talking to Zara for the mm-hmm. listener. We both got to like quit the jobs that we didn't like very much and become like self-employed. Yes. And it's funny, Greg was just, I was uh, talking with you at Modular Nights the other night and you, I don't know why, we were talking about something about 
I don't know how it came up, but you were like, yeah, she keeps saying she's worried that the police are going to come. Yeah. Like, arrest her. <laughs> I, I feel like, like that every day. Because like, your life's too good. Or the too... authorities are going to come knocking at the door and like, hey, lady. Yeah. <laughs> you I... need to get on a bus and go downtown <laughs> <laughs> and get back to like normal because this isn't yeah, going to cut it. That I've had similar thoughts like that since I've quit construction. I'm like, oh, something's going to happen and I'm going to have to work construction again. But then I keep reminding myself, like, no matter what, even if, like, what I'm doing doesn't pan out, I don't have to do construction again. It's weird to, like, fight that weird, that mental, yeah, that weird demon. Or so how it long is. has it been now? I left, I gave notice at the end of December. And it's not that I, I... I I love the people that I work for. The job itself, when I first took it on, we were really involved with music. We were playing shows all the time, and that was my identity. Mm -hmm. And then as we grew older and bought a house and we stopped playing as much music, all of a sudden my identity was wilting away, and then I found myself at this job that had nothing to do with anything that I cared about creatively. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Um, But that was in December. But it was like, yeah. But she was doing it before, because uh, basically COVID happened. And COVID happened, and it was really scary because my mom owns a small business, Greg owns a small business, and by small I mean they are the only people that work right. <laughs> at their small businesses. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have always helped them on the side mm-hmm. without getting paid, um, but um, me and. Uh, her mom were basically talking about, like, why don't we try to be able to... I mean, this is something we've all been talking about a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's try to make this happen at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was just all just like a kind of fantasy. Like, well, I think one of the things that she was really concerned about was um, was health insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and, and I was security, like, we can, a paycheck. Yeah, like, we can figure, <laughs> totally, we can figure yeah. this out, you know, and... And her, and her mom was like, well, yeah, I can give you X amount. And I was like, I can give you X amount. And now you're making as much as what you were making at your job, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we figured out a way to kind of like, you could even make, you know, more if we, you know, if we, you know, just like incentives and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she's like handling our Etsy store right now. And that's her, her thing, you know? Right. Um, and so, I mean, I guess my point was, is that at, uh, We've been doing it for, I guess, about a year, a little yeah. over a year. So it actually started in 2018. I had a really long commute home from downtown. It was in July, hot summer day, and it took me like an hour and a half to get home on the bus. And I got home and I was just... From downtown From downtown. Here? There was like a baseball game or something oh, that just got shit. let out and buses kept pack, uh-huh. passing me by. And Well, it always takes a long time. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's just... Like it's a, yeah, minutes. well, and it was a part-time job that I had and it's been half my week just commuting back and forth. But anyway, this day I got home and I was just miserable and I was like, Greg, I, <laughs> I don't have any meaning in my life anymore. I remember we sat out in the yard and we talked about it and I was like... I want to build a website for Recover Effects. I want to take over the Instagram page again because I set it up originally and then I mm-hmm. let him take over and he didn't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. So he just reposted things and mm-hmm. and that's when that started. So I took over the website, redesigned the website, um, and developed like a whole aesthetic for like the. That was, you know, accidental because yeah. often the cat would want to sit in on a photo <laughs> and, you know, um, who yeah, am yeah. I to tell him uh-huh. to get lost? <laughs> 
Well, no, it's it's um, it's a very coherent and like it's it's you know it's a very it's all very intentional and it has like I can like I can pick out like your brand from mm-hmm. a distance without making out what's in the photo and I think that's really really awesome and I was gonna say I, I thought that had been a while like, yeah with, like. So, yeah, that was 2018 when I started that. And that was fun. That was, like, kind of a fun side project for me when it made me feel like I had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and not just going to this job and, like, on the bus on the way there, I could edit the Instagram photos and mm-hmm. um, come up with, you know, the, it's, a, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, um, well, so you mentioned something earlier, and it's something that I've kind of been curious about for a while, is when we met, you were, like, you were doing stuff with Head Like a Kite. Yep. You were doing your own stuff. And you were doing dead ship sailing. Yeah. Um, and, like, we got to be friends because I would come out to your shows and stuff. And we'd, like, we'd play occasional shows. Like, you mentioned earlier, okay, I stopped playing music. I, I always thought that was really intentional. Like, did you, like, or did just, like, your job like, become too, too much? Or it seems like you really, like, it seems like you really stopped like almost kind of in like abruptly with music yeah well my solo project definitely i did i the last show i played at the crocodile it was awesome sold out perfect show at the crocodile on a saturday night with a great yeah that sounds that sounds and i was so nervous the whole night and i realized this isn't fun for me Mm -hmm. like i'm not having i don't enjoy this i keep trying to tell myself that it's excitement it's not uh-huh. Nerves, but it was. I did not enjoy playing live. Yeah. So for me, that was kind of the end of that until Dead Ship Sailing, which is probably my favorite project that we've had together so far. And yeah. that I could lose myself a little bit more. And when solo stuff, it's like also it's, personal. Yeah. Yeah. Dead <laughs> and Ship you're sailing, in charge yeah, of yeah. like, are other people going to show up? You know? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. But Dead Ship Sailing felt a little kind of freeing and had like a kite too. That was like Dave's project. So mm-hmm. we just got to be a fill-in cast and that was just yeah. always just kind of fun. Yeah. I remember like seeing you guys play at the sunset Dead Ship Sailing and I think it was the first time you got the floodlights. Like, oh yeah. That was <laughs> like the DMX stuff. Or... Dude, there's so much stuff we you can do of... now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. If there's, a, if there's a civilization to play to. Yeah, I don't know. They probably wouldn't let you have smoke machines anymore because that would just, like, suck in all the COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> COVID dispensers. <laughs> and I remember, like, you telling me you were nervous. And I was, and that was, like, I think that was, like, the first time that you had, that I'd, like, talked to you about mm-hmm. how nervous you got mm-hmm. before playing shows, which is always, like... I think that surprises a lot of people when they find out that you that you get nervous because especially like dead ship sailing, you guys like, it's definitely like a, uh, like a fucking cool. Like, yeah. You guys are almost like characters, and yeah. you know, like like cool. Like I think rock. everybody gets nervous to some degree when they yeah. start doing a show, unless you're like you know Mick Jagger or something. Yeah. Are you still getting it like with GM eighty eight stuff? Were you still getting nervous when we were playing show? Yeah, I think it's like mostly. Uh, his nerve is different than mine, though. He gets nervous about people coming out, and I get nervous about, like, I'm not going to fucking remember my name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> like that parallel. Yeah. yeah. I always know that we were going to go out and, like, put on a great show, mm-hmm. you know, and it seems like there's always, like, great musicians involved in those, in that, like, you know, the solo projects. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm mostly just worried about, like, 
uh, like really people showing up and yeah. like there's a whole different like that you know you do shows with head like a kite you you don't worry about that kind of stuff because yeah. it's like not your project mm-hmm. and you're just enjoying going up to you know, be on stage and well and, plus those shows are always sold out and packed and <laughs> yeah nice. and then just being like the person that has to go and talk about money at the end of the night and, and yeah I don't miss you, any of this shit I hate that shit yeah I don't miss any of this shit now that we're talking about it I do miss playing live like playing guitar with with your band with us when we played that was like that was some of the funnest shit I've done and I've it's hard for me to find that same joy playing electronic music that's why mm. one reason I bought the MPC one and why I like to try to like incorporate guitar or bass in with it but it just doesn't have that same you know mm. oomph to it and I don't know what it is I think it's just maybe my my primitive brain needs there's more a little bit more separating you from yeah 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 it's like I'm kind of more guiding something rather than like hammering mm-hmm. something and making it happen you're playing with other people. Playing with other people is huge too, and I think there's a, like when it's the physicality of it, and you're all like you're locked into the same thing. Like your your actual bodies yeah. are part yes. of this same thing. Yeah. You know, like that's why those fucking nerdy, you know, guys and fucking you know what's his name, Bruce Springsteen's band. You know, that's why they look at each other and smile and laugh when <laughs> they're playing because they're fucking they're locked in, man. <laughs> How did we get here? Um, so, so I guess, so do you, do you, are you finding that like, that kind of like, identity, like that identity and like fulfillment through what you've been doing with recovery? Like not just. Absolutely. Yeah. So once, um, once I, well, before I quit my job, once I knew that that was the plan and the lockdown started and I wasn't able to go into work except for Fridays. I'd go downtown by myself and I'd be in this big empty office building all alone. And it was during the protests too, the Black Lives Matter protests. Uh So all the buildings were boarded up. I'd be there for eight and a half hours by myself, um, scared to death pretty much. Um, And I was like, I have to learn how to solder. So I bought a soldering iron. To work? No, I bought bought one. I thought you said I brought one. No, I I bought one. (laughs) And I was like, this is the time. Greg and I have been talking about this for so long. Mm -hmm. And this is when I need to just buckle down and get started and see if I can do it. Uh You know, it's... I always thought it was kind of a scary thing. Like, I wouldn't, I can't solder. Yeah. It's pretty easy, <laughs> he right? He makes it look so, like, <laughs> easy. But when I first started, it wasn't. I'm right, like, yeah. What's that magic moment that you get when it all just melts together? I don't, now uh-huh. I get that. Uh-huh. But it took me a little while. Um, but, yeah, once I started doing that and once I, when the lockdown first started, Greg, I was, like, so full of anxiety. And Greg sat me down, and he's like, you need to come up with a pedal. Like, you can do this. And Mm -hmm. he showed me the software. And he's like, these are the building blocks you need, and you can do anything. Make it sound, you know. And I got to play with all the sounds. And What was this, pure data, or what were you using? Oh, well, uh, we've been using uh, a lot of uh, spin. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that the chip? The, like it's a specific chip it's that you a can chip yeah that you yeah. can't get anymore <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some but you don't get them but they, they, it's uh, just you know you're this, the, the situation that the whole world's having right now with getting uh, electronic components it's making it yeah, it's making like, it a little difficult didn't they yeah I think Lenny was talking to me about this like they didn't think that electronics were going to sell during 
the lockdown, so they stopped making shit, and yeah. then the opposite happened yeah. or something, and now... Well, I think just... also a lot of these places are really, uh, they're really confined quarters that they're... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it was the perfect storm of everything, and that's the same thing that happened with us. I didn't think electronic things were going to sell. I didn't think pedals were going to sell, and I freaked out, and that's when I really got started with kind of becoming more part of the sales and customer service Mm -hmm. and integrated that with Instagram because I started an artist incentive program like send us Mm -hmm. your band information we'll Mm -hmm. check out your band if we like what you're doing we'll give you a discount code you can get wholesale pricing Mm -hmm. through a certain period of time and we had so many submissions but on top of that we were just getting a ton of orders because people were at home mm-hmm. and they were wanting to create music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that was a totally unexpected Yeah, I think we've, we, we, and you know, there's, uh, we've been reaching this uh, juncture where, um, you know, sales are just, you know, sales are increasing every year mm-hmm. for us. And it's, we always have a problem. Okay, um, just trying to figure out what the, the, the next, like how, how can we, what are we going to be next year and mm-hmm. how can we, what are some things we can do <clears throat> to help, um, you know, fix some of these problems. I mean, <clears throat> you work at after later, you're, you, after later, you're do, dealing with some of the same stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. Lenny tells me stories about like, you were just running out of, you know, space to store parts, you know, just like logistics yeah. and just it's like, weird how little stuff like that starts like really nickel and diamond, you know, not just like money wise, but just like, capacity-wise. Like, so we have the, you know, this one, you know, this one arrow where <laughs> there's a, where it's just something how, that's just how it's done every year. It's, it's just, it just gets crazier. And then also, and then the other, uh, you know, with COVID is just, just kind of spiked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gone back down though. We had this like insane period and now it's starting to mellow I think, I think summer that all I don't yeah. like and I was like especially with uh I was talking to Lenny about this and he's like it always kind of slows down in summer mm-hmm. and I feel like this summer has to be like especially summer yeah, definitely. because people are like yeah maybe but do um, stuff yeah she you know she's not in tune uh, as as much as I am with the, like how like we're <laughs> I cut that part out <laughs> As far as like how <laughs> I get this because okay, so my mom, she's a flag maker and I help her with her business. And normal times I see what the sales are. Twenty twenty sales were off the charts. Uh-huh. And now I'm trying to like I don't look at twenty twenty sales. I go back to twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Like that's baseline, that's normal. Right, right. So right. I I get it. Well, I, I mean she she's not for sure, but like <laughs> She, you know, she hasn't been down there, you know, for the, uh, you know, for basically. He's been hustling his ass off for years without me. Well, yeah, you've been building, you've been doing it like all by yourself. Yeah. Like literally. Well, we've been having a problem just not not getting like, like, we can't keep stuff in stock, you know? And, And now not only like, it seems like we've been getting a little bit better with that, but I have to hustle like more just to stay where we were like and and things are getting easier to build mm-hmm. it's just this, so yeah it's it's probably been awesome having her help then like def- definitely yeah oh dude we wouldn't be able to yeah we wouldn't be able to do it uh unless we had her 
I saw some of your handiwork too the other yeah. day. Did looks, you look up yeah, it looks oh, really good. I when I first started, I'd look at other people's like, how does that? Uh. Other, like, oh. <laughs> and now that I know what I'm doing ish, <laughs> and I. I kind of got my component list down and, you know, I know uh-huh. where things go and I feel a little confident there. I can focus on my being neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and trying to be meticulous. Are you I'm still soldering with, uh, with After Later? Um, not too often. I, I'm a, I, If I'm doing anything with, like, the actual modules, like, Lenny does some SMD stuff, Clarissa does through hole, and then I will, um, I'll put, like, the jacks, pots, and LEDs into stuff, and then face plates, and just kind of build a whole huge tray for Clarissa to work on at night. So it's kind of like this, like conveyor belt. Wow. Um, I have done some some soldering, but I think Clarissa just really enjoys doing it. So, so do I. Yeah, it's yeah, kind she of meditative. Right? She's also doing like the, like the shipping, and mm-hmm. she'll do a lot of the. Um, like customer service. I'm kind of that. trying to take over the customer service. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mean you like it? You don't I, like it? Yeah, no, I think it helps. Oh. To... Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, especially like if, like after a while you'd start answering the same question over and over again. Please pardon the interruption, but I just wanted to take a moment to say if you're enjoying this show and you would like to support it in some way, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash podular modcast. You get access to the VIP champagne room on Discord and uh, somewhat weekly bonus episodes. Those are going to get back on track here soon. Um, And what do I do in those bonus episodes? I take your questions and I'm going to start messing around with modules that I really like and doing, uh, you know, just kind of patching while I'm chatting with you and, and telling you what I like about these modules. So if that sounds like fun and you like the show and you want to support the uh, the effort of keeping it going in its current capacity, then please visit patreon.com forward slash podular modcast. Okay, let's get back into this chat. There's something cool, like special about that. And I think that's one thing that makes people so into mod, you know, the modular side of technology and even like the boutique thing. It's like they get to feel like they're they're part of a thing and I think mm-hmm. people really like I mean people are going to enjoy listening to this conversation knowing that they got modules or pedals from yeah. these two people I think yeah, that's what I know. wanted to kind of tie in when I started doing the Instagram page I wanted to tie in our home our life mm-hmm. our animals like what yeah. we're into even if it's not got much to do with the pedal like some people don't like that you know but if I have a stack of music books and I ask somebody what you know, music books they recommend or mm-hmm. what music movie they're watching. But I want to have those conversations with people. And I think that's yeah. kind of how, I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it's what social media is for, yeah. right? I mean, it's, and if you, if, but some people don't like that and they're like, why don't you tell me exactly what this pedal does? Because do you click on the picture and you can go right to our yeah, website? Cause and that's watch not video. what social media is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? And speaking called, of that, that's, yeah. I think it's perfectly like you're talking about, uh, um, Oh shit, which one do you want? No, anything. Go ahead. I'll take the cranky. They're the fighting summer. over beer now. Oh, would you like one of, one of these? No, I like this, but it's inside. I can go. You, you, do you have a, a question you can ask her? Yeah, I, can, I do, actually. I could, I could get you uh, another beverage while you... Okay. Okay. You might as well just bring the whole... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But so the one on the left, it hasn't been opened yet. Because there's not enough in the one on the right. When you go in and you open the fridge, yeah. there's a bottle on the right. There's a bottle of white wine on the left. 
and I it's unopened and I yeah. grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to ask if you know, so Greg sat you down with this and said design a pedal because you were flipping out because of the news cycle, as was I. Yes. Like I said earlier, you and I, I think you and I have very similar anxieties and flip out in the same kinds of ways. Um, Did you find that it helped? Absolutely. It was one of the only things that helped because Mm -hmm. I was so worried about his business tanking and my mom's business tanking Mm -hmm. and us not being able to afford food and rent and we were going to die uh-huh. and, <laughs> and the world was going to end and it basically the just, civil war was going to start yeah 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 mm-hmm. that's what it felt like um Sean so Hannity was moving in next door yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes so yes that absolutely helped and it made me feel more confident in being a part of the business too because I felt like I could contribute something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the, the design of the gallows like kind of encompass everything I wanted in a pedal yeah, ever. Yeah. So it That's, was, that was going to be my next question. It was like, how did you have an idea of the direction you immediately, wanted to go? Immediately. Oh, I knew, okay, okay. I knew that part immediately. I did not know how I was going to make it happen. Uh-huh. And Greg's showing me this program and I'm like, what, these boxes and these uh-huh. lines and what, I don't understand what it all right, means, right. but I can play with every single note and like, make it sound exactly as crunchy and as reverby as I want. Uh-huh. And, and that was, yeah. So you wanted like an overdrive reverb combo pedal. Yes. I just want something really loud uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and intense mm-hmm. and ongoing in a big room. I wanted that's because that's what I felt like. Yeah. Just, when I saw you Huge. announce it and I saw the name that you chose, I was like, oh, I, I kind of felt like I knew what that meant mm-hmm. coming from you naming it yes. that. And I was like, I think that's her waking up to the news every morning. So it absolutely, <laughs> 6.30 in the morning we get up because our cat Pearl has epilepsy and she needs medication. So we get up at 6.30 every morning. We give her a medication feeder. I got back in bed. And I started listening to a Frontline, PBS Frontline podcast, and it was an author that was stuck in Seattle in a hotel room because of the pandemic. He couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. So he was being interviewed, and he said something about the gallows in the morning clears the mind. And I was like, what? Because if you know you're going to die tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> And that's what it felt like because uh-huh. it was a pandemic and none of us had been through and, that yeah, before. Yeah, we didn't know what was going to happen. And fuck. <laughs> but you're still, so, well, it's because I'm like thinking of like, because I, I got kind of to a point where I was like, well, what's the point of anything? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, I'm glad that you found that and you like dove into it. Um, was either one of the two effects, the overdrive or reverb, more challenging or more fun to design? Or they were kind of. I think that she did them as a as a group to, together to work together. I mean, one of the cool Craig things. Craig added about, a, a part that I wasn't able to technically add, which is the clean. Um, but I just added a filter um, to the to the overdrive a little bit uh, that uh, so you can kind of use it as a, cl- a cleaner reverb yeah okay um, but I think one of the cool things about the gallows in the morning is that there's um, 
the reverb is uh, independent. Mm-hmm. Have you messed with it before? I haven't. No, I really want to. Mm-hmm. So the the reverb is clean, even though you're getting a drive. Um, and I don't think that I don't even know if she realized what she was she was doing when she did that. <laughs> I didn't. But I've never I've never heard of a uh, a reverb do that before. Uh-huh. Where the you know that where a, a multi effects uh, pedal where the reverb is separate from the the rest. And uh-huh. so, so you, I if wanted you imagine... to be able to dial them in together to work together uh-huh. because that was the main point of it is to be able to have like the super overdriven and then the big. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I mean, reverb. just imagine going through your like your chain. You know, okay, you can have your probably your overdrives and stuff at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Then you go to your you know modulated modulation pedals and stuff, and then your echo and then delay, mm-hmm. and then so that delay is going to have all that chorus and that distortion and all that stuff on it and um and it just doesn't have it with the the gallows pedal and it's really cool so wait are you are you then are you sending your guitar or instrument signal in and it's hitting both of them independently and coming it's hitting out? them yeah all independently and you know the oh, other wow. cool thing about That's that too cool. that sounds really cool actually is that it makes it really interesting for for uh using it for 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 mixing Oh. There's a lot of headroom on it, and okay. you could you could theoretically, um, you know, so you, when you if you want to mix something, you want something with a hundred percent reverb to send through your to you know send a signal out to, mm-hmm. and then you can bring the reverb back at a hundred percent, and you can totally do that. With That's this. awesome. Yeah, and and because of the what I was saying was because of the headroom, you know, you could uh, most pedals don't have the kind of headroom that you need to be able to use for for mixing but you know it kind of runs at like line level that way would that headroom allow for maybe a little smoother play with stuff like modular stuff or yeah although we've never really messed around with it Mm -hmm. for that but we we should that would be somebody did um i thought somebody in west seattle oh yeah, vaguely. Remember. That was you right in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody who's into modular bought the pedal, and we've got a lot of inquiries about if it will become a module, but we have no plans for that. Yeah. No plans for that. I think, it, I mean, that would be a cool, definitely, I'd love to mess around with it. The, uh, I mean, the, uh, the distortion game for, uh, for modular is kind of, a, is kind of, I don't know. I think it might have kind of run its course a little bit. You think it's oversaturated? It's just like it seemed like there was a lot came out. Right? Yeah. That being said, we just came out with the Sunstruction device. One of the reasons <laughs> that we did that was because it was just such an, an easy. It was, it's it's one of my favorite pedals, mm-hmm. and and it just seemed like such a a good way to improve the existing because we have the Pearl and then we had the Bleeding Hearts and uh, the Sunstruction device is just so much. It's 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 really versatile mm. compared to those two, and and I and I figured if I could, could put it in a small package, which we did, we put it in like eight eight HP. Yeah, it would make it it would make it a little more um, uh, appealing. And I've just, you know I we've been trying to do that with the the modules for the last like I guess a couple of years is just because when we first started doing the modules is is we would just take these guitar designs and then transfer them over to mm-hmm. modules and figure out the the level conversion and stuff and but now we're you know and also that's being me a modular 
uh, user. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, this is what it really means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so... Yeah, because you kind of started doing that not very long into getting into modular. Right? Because you kind of... You're like one of the reasons I got into modular. You kind of... You dove in head first. Well, it just seemed like such a... Just an easy... Like, I, I, I just like... I, I saw it as a way to kind of... Um, make the brand bigger mm-hmm. you know and I was really into plus it plus you just were really into it and I, was really I remember into it. going to your apartment when you first started getting into it and you're uh-huh. like I'm never going to fill my rack I've kind of been going the opposite way with the mo- whereas like uh, you know I, I, you know, I see modules that I kind of want I'm like do I need that because I have my, mm-hmm. my case is 104 and 6U and that's just like it's a perfect size for me. Yeah. And I have all the tools I need in there and it better be really important if I'm moving something out of there to Yeah. I mean maybe it can go in the workshop case or something downstairs, but that's why that's another reason Greg also just got an MPC one. That was another reason I got it, because I've been just like wanting to make my seven U one oh four work. Even though I have all all the space, like I get super overwhelmed. I need it to be more mm-hmm. Yeah, and you need like I think the MPC. Um, I don't I don't know um, how it would work for you, but um, it just one of the. It's, you just, you just need a way to can control multiple tracks, and, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to crack that for a, for a while. Like I thought that the maybe the Keystep Pro would be a good, and I, I and I have taken that quite a bit, but um, one of the things about the Keystep Pro is you can't create sounds on it that's yeah that's kind of that's why i was kind of in between that stuff that like a controller like that or like a standalone thing but yeah i'm I'm interested to see what what we do with those things yeah um i'm also interested to know are you working on another design sarah Mm. no not currently i've been focusing on just you know, honing in my soldering skills. <laughs> well, she but says that, but we we have a plan. We we're gonna do a. We're gonna collaborate. Yeah, we have a. So for the the spin, uh, kind of environment that we have that we work in, um, I'm working on a, a dual spin. That sounds really cool. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That sounds cool. You guys got to call it like the triple M, the Mark Menagerie. Put some like samples of like, what's it named? Two nuts? Yeah. Peanut. Two nuts. Two Two nuts. Two (laughs) They named one of their squirrels. Two P. Two peanuts. Two P because she takes two peanuts. Two nuts is a different name. And she's she's totally, she's demanding two. No, she won't leave until she gets two. Behind her one, she's like, but it's funny because she doesn't really check them out like a lot of these squirrels they'll shake them around like oh really really? they want to see if this shit is counterfeit no shit (laughs) they'll like roll they'll like look at you and like roll it around (laughs) that is fucking adorable um so you guys are gonna cl- wait. So is that is it kind of is, is that as far as that? that idea yeah, we is? just know that we're going to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. But that sounds kind of cool. Like passive. We, ha- we have um, we have a I don't know if I can break the news, but we have a cutting room floor V three. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, this is where we break the news. Yeah. Okay. This, this, okay. Is, this is this is this is the. So the, we the kind of have a, like a progression of right. what we want to do by the end of the year, and the next thing in the lineup is the cutting room floor, which I have to say, sometimes he comes up with artwork. <laughs> Did he ever show you the dick? The dick? Yeah. I mean, that wasn't intentional. That was... It was supposed to be some sort of satellite or something. I don't know, but it was a penis. When I was trying to and master... And it glowed. The... It lit up. When I was trying to master this, uh, you know, the, the the solder mask reveal and you uh-huh. know, the, that shows the copper and shows the light shining through uh-huh. and stuff like that. Like I fucked a lot of shit up uh-huh. at that point, and there's one that was supposed to look like like a, you know I don't even know what it was supposed to. Look. All I can think about is like it looked like a dick and dick and balls. But you didn't intend that, and you didn't notice until she pointed it out. No, it looked. It, 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 totally it was bad. a it was immediate. You knew. It like got shipped over, you know, DHL. But he tried to maybe. No, dude, it's, it's bad. Wait, do you have it? I gotta yeah, see I'll it. Yeah, I'll bring it in for you. Anyway, what my point was, to, I didn't mean to embarrass you. My the cutting room floor is my favorite. The the design on it. I agree. It looks I agree. so cool. I, I think it's also. Um, I texted you the other night. I went home straight home and, and hooked it up. It's my favorite. It's my favorite module that you've done so far. Definitely, like because I'm. Thanks. Cutting room floor has always been like my favorite effect that you've made, um, but the added functionality and the smaller size and the new graphic and everything is just mm-hmm. like I think this this is the module. I think this is going to be like your biggest module. If it's not, I'm going to be like I'm not going to question people's <laughs> like. Well, we do like, that all the time. <laughs> well, I've always really loved the the drive that that um, that uh, module has. It's supposed to emulate like four fifty six Ampex tape, mm-hmm. and I think it it sounds great. Does that really well? Mm-hmm. And but the 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 thing about um, it previously is you can couldn't control the level of that, mm-hmm. um, which seems like an obvious thing. So now you can control. The, the tape level distortion and you can keep them independent from the the delays mm-hmm. the delays of course always have that 456 yeah. tape on them and then you, it still has the uh, the uh, feature where you can freeze it in place mm-hmm. and, and the CV is for time yeah this yeah yeah Dude, I was just playing like a like a weird sample morphed through morphogene straight because I, I didn't like build like an elaborate patch to try it out I just wanted to like hear it and I just, the first thing I put through it, I was just like, oh, it sounds like it has that tape. That tape, that, that tape distortion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I, I really like it a lot. I dig it. Um, and it's only 6 HP. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned, I, I can't remember, but 6 HP, yeah. And it's got some of Zara's amazing through-hole soldering on it. Yeah, too. he designed this to give me something to do. <laughs> well, I'm like, why can't this be SMD? He's like, yeah. Well, it's cool that, you know... It, That's next. Keeps her something to do. But, Good luck. But really, the reason that we did that was because the design already existed. And it was really easy to... Because, I mean, with through-hole, I mean, there's like, you know, there's, there's, a, there's traces on the top and on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And... It's like, well, why not just, if it was SMD, then we have to spend, like, you know, time playing Tetris, getting this together. And not to for... too much away, but we plan on making the pedal smaller eventually, too. 
Yeah. It seems like that's kind of the direction that I'm noticing the boutique world going into mm-hmm. as well. I'm seeing like micro versions of some of them I think are just like too small. Oh, yeah. But we'll never get that small. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, the 125B enclosure mm-hmm. is like what everything I think should be in. Is that like things. the typical Earthquaker? Yeah. Yeah. Like Chase Bliss. Chase Bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you can't get using SMD, SMD components and stuff, like getting a design into that uh, footprint, then I think you're kind of fucking up. You've got a feature creep problem. You're trying to make it do too much stuff. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just a part of like getting good at designing. It takes a while to kind of hone in your... Oh, I can't even imagine... All I have to say <laughs> is that the Chase Bliss blooper. That that is the thing. It's like if he can, if so much can fit into this size, then anything can. Yeah, I mean that's like that's what everybody should be aspiring to. Is yeah. like that pedal does so much in a 125B size enclosure. Like that's why I say like if if I mean I, everything's different. I mean maybe you have some, you know, you're not fucking up if you can't get in there. But like I mean you should really consider like. That's why he doesn't do as much customer service anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I mean, but I think some, like, some of that, though, like, I'm thinking of, like, the Bad Comrade or something, like... I like the current size of the Bad Comrade mm-hmm. pedal because that that it just looks good. With, and then with that red button on mm-hmm. it, and like the new colors that you, the, the different colors that you guys offer and stuff. And there, it's yeah, like, it's a it's a balancing act because there's just like you want things that look cool, you know. And and yeah, I hear you. You, uh, I, I like the way that looks too. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you? I mean, what do you do? Fill up your pedal board with like these skinny, like tiny enclosures that just I don't know. And then where you know, then you can't like how are you gonna hit them with your feet? You know? Yeah, and move the knobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have one more question for you, Zara, about regarding your pedal. Did you find that it um, did it do anything to your um, desire to play guitar? Did you like start playing guitar more or? Well, she's building a pedal. I right wanted it to, and it hasn't yet, but half of the pedal board is built in our basement um i want custom pedals and (laughs) we haven't gotten around to making them yet (laughs) but it's on our to-do list but yeah i mean the hard part is so to explain a little bit we have a really small house and then we have a separate recording studio which is where we are right now Mm -hmm. um and this is where all of our equipment is Mm -hmm. Our house is really tiny, and I don't have a lot of room for a pedal board. So um, we kind of talked about coming up with something small that I can easily store. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to steal a guitar, an electric guitar from out here. And I have a one that I want to steal, and he kind of wants it. Where, wait, wait, which one do you want to steal? <laughs> no, she, it's hers if she wants it. Yeah, uh, she's going, she is going to inherit the Les Paul. Yeah. Oh. The, when, wait. Not the Melody Maker. No. no the, tri- okay. the Les Paul That's one he bought for me. Thinking that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this, the, is this a, a classic or a studio? It's a tribute. A tribute. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're, a little bit, they're a little bit lighter, which I think would be... I mean, which is why I don't care about that. I Aesthetically, in my house, I want something that looks good on the wall. It looks really good. That looks good on the wall. Yeah. And when I first started playing guitar, it was a huge... 
back in the late 90s, like Gibson versus Fender. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably still a big, huge thing. But for a girl, it seemed even more like a choice because a lot of women played Fenders. I wanted to play a fucking Les Paul. Oh, okay. All right. Why do you think that was? I think that Les Pauls are a little bit heavier, A, and I think that um, it's pretty... He didn't even know me. You want to see? <laughs> well, I think... I think they for, are a lot heavier. I'm sorry. I, I thought uh, <laughs> the question was why uh, girls play Fenders. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay. I think that... Um, yeah, that's absolutely why. Yeah, that is one of the big reasons why. And that's also one of the reasons why I wanted to play Gibson, because I wanted something heavy. Three-quarters mm-hmm. good. Check out recoveryeffects.com. Please check out recoveryeffects.com. And the uh, new cutting room floor is uh, going to be out uh, while you uh, are listening to this. And I hope you check it out and enjoy it. I'm super, super proud of it and and stoked for everybody to check it out. And buy a gallows in the morning while say. you're at it because that's where I get my bonus. Oh, Zara gets, <laughs> Zara gets a... Yeah. <laughs> Well, happy Taco Tuesday. Thank you. Happy for... Taco Tuesday. Thank you for coming over for Taco Tuesday. Yeah. I still have a, 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 a enchilada coma. Yeah, I know. I know. Jesus. Me too. Well, I think part of it was yeah. from a, the delicious um, uh, michelada as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought we were ending the podcast, but I do have to say that I thought micheladas were just V8 and beer. And that's oh, called no, a red no, no, beer. No. Yeah, that's a red beer. Yeah, okay. no. Michelada, I do. Um, so, like, we use Tecate. Um, some tomato juice, lime juice, chili, celery salt. That's what that was. Fresh the- limes, mm-hmm. lots of ice, pepper, and tapatio. Mm. Shake it all up. Yep. That's, Keep those adding like, more spice uh-huh. until it's a little. I'm gonna go spicy. add some of this to my Scotch ale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> All right, that's our episode. Thank you to Greg and Zara so much for coming on the show. Hannah, is there anything you'd like to say to Greg and Zara for when they listen to the episode? You have to get on the mic. Come here. Hi, Greg. Hi, Zara. I miss you guys. Uh, let's uh, let's hang out soon. Let's have barbecue or something. Yeah, we can barbecue some vegan meat. Yeah. Um, thank you to Patchwork Seattle. Visit them online at patchworks.com. Thank you to Needham Woodworks and After Later Audio for their continued support. Thank you to The Animals at Night, a.k.a. Greg Markle, for making not only the Pod Mod theme song, but all of the music that you've heard on today's show. In lieu of a patch challenge, though, I think we're going we're gonna to end the show on one of Zara's songs off her new EP. And uh, I hope you really enjoy this. I hope you go support her on Bandcamp. And as she said in the episode, she gets a bonus if uh, people pick up the gallows in the morning. So you know what to do. Links in the show description. This song's called Letters from Jail from Zara Marvel. Until next week.
stay Cause you have so much